This is Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. You can catch the show live weekdays from 3 o'clock until 4, locally in Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 WTBN and online at letstalkfaith.com and iheartradio.com. And swing by our website for all things I Work For Him at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. And now, today's podcast broadcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him today. Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha as we talk about your marriage and relationship issues because we all know if stuff is messed up at home, it's going to impact everything you do during the day and, of course, impact your ability to influence others for Christ because they want to see that your life in Christ makes a difference in your marriage and your other relationships. But today we're talking, really talking about marriage, aren't we, Martha? We sure are. Like, like as opposed to fakely talking well, about Well, but you know, it. okay, here's the question. Marriage, is it funny? It can be. It can, be. <laughs> can, you, can you laugh about our marriage? Yes, all the time you do. You know, most comedians make you laugh about marriage, but they do it by making fun of marriage and wives and husbands. It's pretty indicative of our society today. There's very little respect for the sanctity of marriage, the incredibleness of marriage. In culture, marriage is based on a feeling, based on a feel. There's a song like that. And when a feeling goes away, so does the marriage. So how do we find ways to laugh about our marriage in a good way? Where do we go to find encouragement and wisdom for our marriages? Where do we go to find great videos that'll make you laugh and be encouraged about your marriage? There's lots of places online, but nothing like Kristen and Danny.net. These two are passionate about laughter, about Jesus, and about marriage. Kristen and Danny Adams, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Thank you very much. What an incredible intro. I feel like I need to step up my game right now. <laughs> well, go ahead. Step it up. Let's go. You know, step it up. You, you, you can't you can't help but just be laughing as you watch. I mean, I feel like I know you guys because I've watched all your videos. We only have a few of them online. You guys have, what was it, 76 or something like that? I mean, you got a lot of videos on your YouTube channel. You, we're, you know. we're trying. It's crazy. I know I saw when someone asked us how many videos we did. I'm like, I don't really know. We we post a new video every Friday, We and we committed to that about a year ago. So I knew we at least had like roughly 52 videos out. Um, think- but, uh, but yeah, we, we slowly started, you know, trickling these videos out there. And when we realized not only does it fuel our marriage to do something together and in unity and to laugh together and to watch it back and see our kids laughing and all of that. But when we started seeing the response and going, oh, my goodness, this is really resonating with people um, who are of the faith and even people who aren't, it just was like, okay, we're, we're, we're in our lane, we're in our call, and we're going to keep going. So we're talking today with Kristen and Danny Adams. They've got a website. You got to check it out. Kristen and Danny.net. Kristen and, and the word and Danny.net. As I watched your videos, what I loved, I mean, you guys are phenomenal lip singers, lip sync singers. I mean, I, I don't even know how you get to. <laughs> I know. Lip sinkers. We're lip sinkers. Lip sinkers. That's what it is. I, I like that. But the, the quick change artists, I, I don't even know. I just don't even know how you do it. So let, let's just talk about you guys for a minute. And we're going to talk about some of these videos because Martha and I have watched them. We've laughed. We've cried. No, we haven't cried, really. We've just cried. I said, I said you guys have 720,000 followers on Facebook I mean, that's an incredible... How many years have you been on Facebook promoting this stuff like this? Yeah, well, thank you for, yeah, thank you so much for the uh, for the compliments. We 
the, the lip syncing is, is a true spiritual gift. So uh, <laughs> anyone out there, they can pray for that. <laughs> I'm sure Paul, what, Paul what, forgot to list that one. What version are you yes. reading that in? I'm it's, curious. Exactly, exactly. And they're activated through love. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very biblical. Um, yeah. No, but, but we, uh, it's funny that the lip syncing thing came back around because when I was growing up, the local street fair would have the big lip sync contest, and there was even a show at the time uh, that, that was featured putting on the hits or lips or something like that. But it was a, it's funny how things just come back around. So uh, to, to answer your question, uh, we were driving home one night two, about two years ago just from a, an engagement out, and, we, and a song came on by Whitney Houston, and Chris and I were just kind of having fun singing to it. And, and Kristen says, we should lip sync this video. That would be really funny. A lot of people are lip syncing. Now let's, let's do it. So we set the phone down in the, uh, the bottom, like the, on, the, on the ground floor of our garage and just pointed it up toward us as we danced, you know, crazy, silly, and, 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 uh, and then did the rest of it in our car. And it got some response, like Kristen mentioned, that we, just, we, we were a little overwhelmed by just uh, the first video that we did. But the encouragement that we got from other people being encouraged uh, just fueled us to do more. And so it was about two years ago when we started the page, Kristen and Danny. And then it was about a year ago when we moved from Los Angeles to Indianapolis is when we really said, we need to dive into this thing and be more consistent. Because our, our videos at first were just sort of sporadic when we had time. We both were juggling different uh, jobs in Los Angeles. And when we came here to, to Indianapolis a year ago, it allowed us to just kind of sink our teeth more into the, the content, be consistent. We post new videos every Friday. And, uh, and yeah, it's, the response has been, has been very humbling, and, uh, but we love doing it. So what moved you guys from L.A. to Indianapolis? That's, you know, culture shock, <laughs> culture shock 701. I mean, Absolutely. seriously. Only God, Jim, only God moved us from L.A. to Indianapolis is the answer. So from the, yeah, um, from the, from it, the gorgeous palm trees of California to the cornfields of Indiana. Yeah, because yeah, Danny and I met in, in Los Angeles. I'm originally from Texas. He's from Indy. And so we'd been out in L.A. for 15 years, met out there, got married out there, had babies out there, our, our church family, our life. We had so many you know, just roots planted in L.A. And, and uh, Danny, would, when we started getting serious about our walk with the Lord and implementing, you know, prayer and fasting and things like that into our marriage, every January, Danny would go, at the time, to the mountains in California for a couple of days to just pray and get away and get direction for our family. Now he goes to the cornfield, so we'll see if God still speaks to him the same way. But, but a couple, about three years ago, he goes to the mountains, and I'm like, and I'm all excited, you know, as the wife, like, yes, I love that I have a husband that goes and seeks the Lord, and and I can't wait. And I'm like, he's going to have a word for the year, like God just told me, you know, unity and peace, and we're just going to have shalom in the home, or so I don't know what he's going to come home and say. And he comes back and he's like, God put it on my heart to move to Indiana. And I was like, did he tell you to bring me with you? Or are you just (laughs) (laughs) what? And so, um, but being the good Christian wife that I am, I was like, well, let me go pray about that and see if he confirms the same thing for me. And lo and behold, I go, you know, in my little prayer area and I was like, okay, God, I know this is not you, but just speak to me, like, give me something that I can say back. That's going to like, you know, soften the blow that we're not moving. And, um, 
immediately I just started writing in my journal and God was like, go, go, go. What's going to look like the end to a lot of people because our lives, our careers were in LA, LA, everything was. He said, what's going to look like the end to a lot of people is going to be just the beginning of what I have in store for you and Danny. And I was like, okay, it's totally God. And uh, so you would think we were all jazzed, like, okay, we have a new direction. We're going to move to Indiana. Or you would think we would start being like obedient followers of Christ and packing boxes right away. And we drug our feet for like two and a half years and didn't move. And so that's a whole, that's a whole like teaching in and of itself about just, you know, having um, just the obedience to adding the obedience to your faith. And, um, and we didn't, we have fear crept in all the questions that your natural mind has of, well, what are we going to do for work? How are the kids going to adjust? Like, I mean, Danny's from here. So we have a, a, you know, his whole family's here. So it's not like we don't know anybody here. Um, but it was still a huge ask from the Lord. And, um, and so long story short, uh, we had like, there was just so many signs that if we would have just done what he said to do right when he said to do it, um, who knows, you know, what would have happened, but he's redeeming time right now. Um, because right when we got like boots on the ground in Indy, we, we started filming these videos and we, like Danny said, we were diligent to do one a week. Um, and, uh, and, and, and here we go. And so, and we didn't know what video was going to take off. You know, you just put these things out there. We had 2000 likes on our page when we moved from LA to Indy. And now, like you said, we have 720,000. We, uh, we could not have strategized how to do that. Truthfully, the growth has been on God. I mean, yes, we've put our hands to things and we've been consistent and there's a strategy to some degree of like how to grow your social media, but this is beyond our wildest dreams. I mean, this is like, what the doors that are opening right now, I mean, us even being spending an hour with you guys today, it's, we, we we're, we're so grateful to get the call from you guys that anyone would want to even hear our story. And, and so, um, that's just, so when we come back, we're, we're, when we come back, we're getting more of the story, including what you did with the kids today during the show, because we know during the videos, you put them behind the back seat in the <laughs> minivan. You're listening to I work for him today. As we talk with Kristen and Danny Adams, Check them out online, kristenanddanny.net. We're talking marriage today. These guys are marriage speakers, marriage retreat runners. They do it all, plus they're professional lip syncers. You heard it right here. All right, so how did you guys meet? <laughs> Kristen, well, well, was, yeah, we'll go, let's go, let's yes. go with the, the color version from Kristen. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I was telling the wrong version for a while, and Danny was like, <laughs> babe. That wasn't the first time. That was your, that was your other boyfriend. That was your other boyfriend before me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Seriously. So it With might Sammy, be better if Danny, Danny takes this one because I don't know that I do it well. All right, Danny, go ahead, take it. How did you guys meet? Yeah, so we we met in in Los Angeles, like Kristen mentioned before. Uh, I had been living out there about a year, and Kristen was out with the very first season of American Idol. So I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Kristen was a, was a contestant on the first season before anyone knew what American Idol was. Awesome. She goes, she tries out, she makes the top 30, and from 30 they cut it to 10, and that's when she was let go, which she tells everyone that she was number 11. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's a good version. And nobody can dispute it. That's right. Yeah. I could have been. Yeah, 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 so she... Uh, but yeah, so she was out there, and I'll just throw this in there. It might be interesting for, for some of your listeners, but she was then uh, asked to come back the second season to be a co-host to Ryan Seacrest as kind of bringing a former contestant's point of view 
and perspective to the, to the competition. So she did a lot of cool things as a correspondent on that second season, and that's what actually launched Kristen into her hosting career. Hmm. So back to the question, uh, I was out there with a bunch of friends. Kristen didn't know too many people in L.A. at the time, and she came to a, a little chili party that my friends were, were having, and she walks in the door. She's the new girl. I introduced myself. It didn't go further than that. But when Kristen officially moved out to Los Angeles, she then sort of plugged into my network of friends. And we just really were, were buddies for a couple of years. We, we knew that we had a good time when we would be around each other and we would just laugh and, and cut up. If we were at a little house party or something, we would just, you know, just have a lot of fun dancing and being silly. So we knew that we laughed together. And then Cut to Kristen and I, if you want to get into, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because Danny uh, was out there. He moved for um, to do, to study at the Groundlings, which is like Second City in Chicago. That's like an improv comedy troupe. And so he was doing that and like commercial football work because he played football in college and in Europe for a while. So we in L.A., you have like three jobs to pay the bills. That's just what <laughs> happens when you move there. And so we were both doing that. Um, you know, I was hosting a bunch of cable shows and, you know, working for free half the time and. Um, you know, Danny had a private training studio where he's a personal trainer and would train clients in the day, shoot commercials, uh, you know, here and there, and then study at the Groundlings. So I started booking these shows, and I needed to get in shape. Um, I had sort of lost my way. I wasn't really walking with the Lord during this time season in my life. I, I was raised going to church, had some seeds of faith, you know, planted in there, um, but really just moved to L.A. at 20 years old with a good head on my shoulders and not a rooted relationship with Christ. So um, it only took about three to six months before I, I just kind of was this version of myself that I didn't even really knew I was, I could be. And, and, um, and so I had put on a lot of weight from partying and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to call Danny for personal training. He needs to get me in shape for these shows. And so again, we were just friends, but you tell your personal trainer, everything like you do your hairstylist, you know, like you're sitting there for an hour with them. So I just start, telling him all this stuff, not knowing we were going to get married three years later. Otherwise, I would have shut my mouth, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were doing all the talking, right? And he wasn't doing all the talking, so he's got everything on you, and you don't have anything on him. I get that. See, I have no idea, I have no idea what it's like to talk to the personal trainer or the hairstylist. If you've seen my face, he has no hair. I have no hair, and I could use a personal trainer, but Indy is way too far to drive. All right, so you're doing this three years of personal training. You're telling him. So when in that personal training, you guys start dating well i my brother was coming out to visit me my brother's six years younger than me and he was coming out to visit you know visit his older sister in la and at the time i just I, you know we really started doing less and less training and more therapy sessions and that is really <laughs> indicative of danny's call on his life because danny mm. loves people he loves people so much a perfect stranger he just will sit and talk to for hours and that's just his heart and so god was kind of pulling him out of personal training during this time anyways. He ended up going on staff at our church for a long time before. Anyway, so just to give you that, he was like, everyone just poured their heart out to Danny. I wasn't the only one. So just so I can make myself look a little better. So <laughs> I was, you know, pouring my heart out. My brother was coming to visit and I just had this like person, like quarter life crisis. I was like, you know, 23, 24 at the time. And I'm like, my brother's coming out here. My life is, not, I don't feel like a role model to him right now. I've, al he, I've always been the one that he looks up to. I don't have, like, I have a phone full of, like, 200 different people, like, numbers, but do they, do I really care about them? Do they really care about me? I'm just mm -hmm. partying with these people. Like, I have, like, these shallow kiddie pool relationships all over my life right now, 
And does any, like, if I died tomorrow, does anyone really going to care? I mean, it was like that kind of, you know, quarter life crisis where you're just thinking about these things. And, um, and I just broke down to Danny one day during one of our sessions. I was like, I feel like I just don't know who I am anymore. I was like, I mean, I'm grateful for you. You're like the only decent guy I know in LA. He's just a, Danny's just a good guy. And um, I was like, will you like hang out with me and my brother when he comes in town this week? I just, I don't really have anyone that I want him to hang with other than you. And so for like six days straight, we went to like a Dodgers game and just all kinds of just fun stuff, you know, with my brother. And it was like a movie week for me. Like a shoe hit me on the head and I was like, oh my gosh, I love Danny. Danny is the person that I love. Not these crazy people I've been dating in LA. I mean, I was one of the crazies too. I'm not blaming them, but I was dating all the wrong people. I'm like, oh, I love Danny. So truly it like, after my brother left, like the night he left, we went on our first date. So, um, and we were, yeah. Yeah. So, D- so Danny, do you, when did you realize that was the short version? Well, when yeah. was it, <laughs> Sorry. When was when was it, Danny, in there in that three years of doing professional training with Kristen? Did you realize that you were in love with her? Yeah, it was over her first set of push-ups, and I just said, <laughs> "You know what? This." Is... <laughs> no, I, I, no, I just, um, you know, when when I first met Kristen before we started training, I just I thought that Kristen was a phenomenal woman. I just said this God. And it was interesting because I really wasn't walking with the Lord Jim at the time, but, but I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I knew that God had something special for Kristen and because she just exhibited so many different talents and things that, that God had put in her. And I'm like, man, you ever looked at those people that you see and say, man, if they gave their heart over to the Lord, they could mm-hmm. do a, a phenomenal things for the kingdom. And that's what I saw in Kristen. And so I was just really a friend to her and then, um, and just really wanted to be support for her and, you know, in, in any way that I could. And so, and I, I don't want it to sound weird, but I felt sort of a brother, kind of a big brother protective kind of a, you know, feeling for her, you know, but, but I think it was in that week when, when we were started hanging out, um, that I, that it started just kind of moving into the direction of like, okay, this is a little bit, seems more of a romantic attraction and, I always thought that Kristen was, you know, super beautiful and, you know, those things and had, had a wonderful personality, but just to really say, okay, I'm falling for her. I think it took place within that week. And so when, like she said, the, when the, the minute her brother left town, we went on our first date and that was in 2005 and have not been, uh, you know, we had, since. we had one, one month period where we broke up cause we went through a lot. We'd have to come on the show again to tell you the whole, <laughs> the whole deal because we make a we video. Two, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Right, right. 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 Basically two people that weren't really walking with the Lord got together. And so we had a tumultuous relationship for a year and a half. We had really high highs and really low lows. Um, we knew how to have fun hmm. together. We knew how to do that, but we had no coping methods. We brought a lot of baggage into the relationship and, um, and, t- and we're both two very strong personalities. And so, um, so yeah, so we had a year and a half without the Lord and then crazy God intervention happened. Um, and we, br- we break up, 
Um, well, I'm going I'm to stop you right there because I want to yeah. hear about the crazy God intervention. But today we're talking <laughs> with we're talking with Danny and Kristen Adams, Dan, Kristen and Danny dot net, Kristen and Danny dot net. Check them out online. Book them for your next marriage retreat at your church or your camp, wherever you're doing this. Kristen and Danny dot net. Okay, so Martha wanted to ask you a question. Well, then we'll go to the- well. That's exactly where I was wanting to go with this. So where did Christ be a part of the intersection of you guys' lives? And it sounds like you were just setting it uh, up. Give for Danny it. a chance to. Talk yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> go ahead, babe. Yeah. Take it away, Michael. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, like Kristen mentioned, we just we were very we were highly immature in dealing with things, and and we were living out of God's will for our lives, and and it all came to a head. We were in New York City having dinner at a very res- nice restaurant. Things kind of blew up, and we went our separate ways. And and God spoke to me on the streets of New York, and He said mm-hmm. that. I'm compromising my relationship with him to cater to the needs of this relationship. And, and I don't know if anyone's ever been in that position before where you're very codependent and you're trying to get all your emotional needs met from the other person. And that's where we were. And so the expectations were unrealistic and we would just continue to let each other down. And it just got into big time fights. And, and for, you know, it just parts of you are ripped away, right? Your heart is just ripped away. So I knew that I needed to get right with the Lord. He really did speak to me on the streets of New York. Mm. I made the decision right then and there that I was going to have to break up with Kristen. We did, we took separate flights back to LA. Um, it was a really tough time. I was scared that Kristen may, uh, fall back into a lifestyle that she had mentioned earlier and, and of just really just um, I was scared. I was scared for, for myself, for her, but I knew that God was calling me to something higher. And it was interesting, guys, that when we were not even living with the Lord, that God had given me some snapshots of Kristen and I in ministry together. Mm. And, and it, it, because I grew up, and I'm, I'm not going to get into my childhood necessarily, but I grew up in evangelistic home. So my parents traveled and evangelized through music. And so from an early age, I was, I was, you know, that, that word was spoken in my life a lot, the call that God had on my life. And I knew there was something there, but um, I knew that if I had mentioned that to Kristen, and when I did, it, it scared her, and it just wasn't something that went over well. But I knew that I had to make a decision to get myself right with the Lord and let Him finish and, and iron out the rest. So I did that. We broke up. And, and I was not happy about that, by the way. Which part? Yeah. The, yeah, about the breakup, I I blew up his phone, you know, ten times a day, and he was just not answering. Like he was done this time, and yeah. we were still going to the same church, but we were sitting in like separate sides of the sanctuary um, for a while. And there was a women's conference coming up like later that month, and Danny just started putting all of his effort in praying that I would somehow get to that women's conference. Kristen and Danny Adams were telling our their story how they met in L.A. and the Lord eventually moved them to the beautiful plains of Indiana. We're in the <laughs> middle of this. Hey, I, we grew up in minute. Martha grew up in Illinois. I grew up in Minnesota. So Indiana is it's like home. It's a little warmer, but it's like home. So yes. you're in the middle of this breakup. Danny's praying for you to get your your life right with Christ. Kristen, he's yes. already been his his world's already been rocked on the streets of New York City. Pick it up from there. Yeah, so he totally broke up with me, wasn't answering my phone calls, praying that I'm going to get to this women's conference at our church. I go, but I had, like, my club clothes on because I was only going to stay for a minute and then go meet up with all of my old party friends that I used to have before I was dating Danny. So I was, like, planning on just coming in for a quick second to the women's conference, and then I was going to bounce. And God totally had other plans for me that night um, because even though I had been in church 
pretty much my whole life, every Sunday, went to a Christian university, all of that, um, saw Danny rededicate his life, start reading the Word, you know, outside of church, which totally freaked me out because I'd never seen anyone do that. Um, I'm in the back of this women's conference, and it was like no one else was there. There were a thousand women there, but it was like it was just me and whoever this woman was speaking because she was reading my mail, and God just used her so powerfully that night to just speak directly to my heart. And even though I'd been in church all those times, God was so real to me for the first time that night. And I found myself going to the altar, which is something I never thought I would do, um, and just pouring my heart out. Just I cried there for so long. Just so much healing was taking place. There was so much happening all in. Like I felt like I was at the altar for an hour. I hope I wasn't. I'm sure it was like more like three minutes. But I was just on my knees weeping to the Lord. And the first person I called when I left the conference was Danny. Now, mind you, he had not answered my phone calls for you know over thirty days mm-hmm. at this point. But he answers that night. So, Danny, you want to pick up why you answered that night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I knew exactly what night it was, and I was, mm-hmm. in fact, praying for Kristen to get to that conference. And so I was sitting uh, at my place and watching the clock and just and and kind of just, you know, trying to predict maybe if God was going to move or not and believing that, it was, that he was. And so when I got the call uh, at the time that I did, I just – I said – Lord, I'm going to believe this is, you know, you did something in our life. And sure enough, I pick up the phone, and I heard a humility on the other end of the line that I had never heard from Kristen. Mm-hmm. And so and she, she basically said, God did something special in my life tonight, and I want to talk about it. And wow. it makes me emotional just saying that out loud, like right <laughs> now, just because of it all, it all sort of ties into our bigger testimony of what God is doing right now. But this was, you know, obviously... Uh, several years ago, but it, it launched us into a new season and a new uh, a new relationship. It, it was mm-hmm. truly a, a new relationship with two people now walking with Christ and pursuing Him. And we spent a season of our life really saturating ourselves in the in the church and around men and women of God who had what we wanted. We looked at couples who had what we wanted. We looked. I went to the men's ministry and, and found strong men who who represented Christ well, that, that prayed well, that had great families and, you know, sewed into their kids' lives. And I just wanted to get around them and soak up as much as I could. And so God blessed, uh, basically uh, transformed our relationships as far as Kristen's relationships. All those women that she mentioned that she used to, you know, kind of do the partying with, it then uh, turned and God gave her a whole new set of friends of just mm-hmm. great women of God who could pour into her and, and shower her with love and the things that she needed in her life at the time. So he was really faithful to redeem that time. But for our, our basically our relationship, our dating relationship represented two different year and a half. For a year and a half, we basically walked, tried to walk it out without the Lord, and then a year and a half was committing our lives to the Lord. And it really did. We, we stayed... Um, we, we committed to uh, do the things of Christ, and so before we um, before we made that decision, we were living together and having premarital sex and just doing the things that outside of out of the boundaries of what he looked for in relationships. And then after committing ourselves to Christ, we committed to uh, find our own places and and mm-hmm. not have sex and all the things until we were married. Mm-hmm. It was like we dated two different people completely, the same person but two different people, truly. And and God just redeemed our relationship from top to bottom 
And I mean, our, our, it was just an incredible transformation. I'd heard other people have those encounters, but didn't really get it until I had my own. And I'm just so grateful for a man who prays because Danny's been like that since, you know, we were dating and he's still like that now. And the power of prayer is just, it's, it's ridiculous how amazing it is. You know, I just want to remind our listeners that we're talking to Kristen and Danny Adams from net, And I love the fact that we are able to hear your backstory because so many people see your videos. And to be honest, you know, you're going to think of oh, these, these two have so much fun and they have a perfect life and this looks so great. And God has, is using you in amazing ways, but to know that it hasn't always been easy and that you um, are being transparent to share with our listeners how God has moved in your life, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Absolutely. I, just, I, just, I wanted to add, too, just for women out there, because I had always been this, like, you know, kind of just go after what I want, and I still have that mm-hmm. in me to some degree, but when it came to that, God, letting God just have control of my heart and that full surrender, that next year and a half where Danny and I really tried to live a holy, righteous relationship as much as we could, I had never had someone pursue me that way, like like Danny did, with just a, with a holy mindset, you know, and right. just truly wanting my best. And, and not something for himself. Mm, I had sure. always just been in relationships where it was just kind of self-serving and on both sides. And, well, and that, that's probably a topic so it, yeah. for an entire show. But, but, yeah. we're, right. but we're running out of time, so I want to make sure we really get into what you're doing now. So how long have you guys been married now? We've, we're going to be celebrating nine years in October. Nine years in October. Way to go. Okay, that's awesome. All right, so we've heard the backstory, and it's phenomenal. What I want to know now, and I think our listeners do, as people check out net and find out how they can get involved in your ministry, how did you get moved from here's two people that really weren't walking with the Lord to here's two people that were pursuing <laughs> each other in the Lord to getting married? I know you have at least two kids because I've seen them in the videos to this ministry today. How did the Lord move you into being in marriage ministry? Yeah, it's interesting how when I mentioned, Jim, that that the snapshots that God had given me back when we were just dating mm-hmm. of us in ministry. So we just believe, like, I, I we didn't know how he was going to do it, honestly. We just said, Lord, you've given us whatever he has given. He's given everyone a gift, right? You You have talents, you have gifts. And as we just said, Lord, we want to use these things for you. But we want to we want to glorify your name through what we do, and so as Chris and I are just doing these sort of fun, bubbly type videos, we realize that it's touching people through through just laughter and 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 our relationship just in itself of looking healthy and appearing to be uh, just have joy within the relationship and being able to laugh together. It was a ministry in itself without not mentioning one word of Jesus. We saw people that were just responding, saying, okay, I really, the, the love that you have for each other, the fact that you laugh together, like, I want that in my relationship. I want that in my life. And so we realized that, man, the Lord is doing something bigger than what we could ever imagine, but to actually tangibly kind of get into a quote-unquote ministry uh, that that sort of looks like you go out and do more traditional ministry things basically just came to... Uh, basically, it, it, it came to the surface in February. So we yes. we had never done anything 
really where we're doing ministry-focused type things until February. We got a call from a guy from Oklahoma City. He was a pastor there, and he gives us a call and says, um, so I'm a pastor in Oklahoma City. My wife and I lay up in bed at night and watch your videos and laugh. And, 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 we're, and they said, they said we, we're having a marriage conference come up. I don't even know. Do you guys even go to churches and do what you do? And if you do, I'm just believing that God has something special. and We'd love to invite you out. And, and we just knew at that moment, you know, Jim, that, that okay, this is it. Like God is really, because Chris and I, had, we've hosted events together and done things, but typically we're the MCs. We do a lot of MCing and hosting, but to actually lead and, and, and sort of run a marriage conference, we had never done that. And so God opened up that door in Oklahoma City. That was We, we on... truly said yes with no plan. I mean, we were like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we will come. God, you're going to have to show us literally what we're going to say, because it was yeah. from 9 to 2 on a Saturday. And, um, and, and so we stood on come. that stage. Yeah, we stood on that stage and told them that, that they were the first church that we had ever been invited to, and that it was a 12-year promise that God had put in our hearts, and uh, that it was the fulfillment of a, of a promise 12 years ago. So we were very humbled by that. That has since kind of, that sort of parlayed itself into getting more calls and, and engagement set up and requests to come out. And what we've done digitally is really just taking now uh, sort of the influence that we've had from doing the other fun things to now starting to do little marriage videos and and releasing some some fun nuggets and things uh through again using laughter uh sure. as a vehicle to sure. sort of touch people yeah. and then and then we have, and then we you know try to insert truth in there and be transparent with our relationship hey we're talking today with Kristen and danny adams check them out online at kristenanddanny.net okay so when you're on the stage really quickly what is your favorite topic as a couple to talk about to ma- other married couples Probably for me, we, we do a whole thing on teamwork and unity. Um, when Danny and I have, especially early on, when we would just have these, you know, conflicts come up in our marriage. and <clears throat> Okay, wait, wait, always... I had to stop you there for a second. Okay, so you guys do have conflict. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, guess, uh, you haven't ever videoed a real conflict. It's always like this dramatic <laughs> presentation of a conflict, <laughs> lip syncing it. Using know, other people's right? words. So I didn't know if you guys ever really had conflicts, if you guys actually had one of those happily ever after marriages where there was no conflict. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think anyone ever has that um, yeah, at all. I mean, because we're, like, we're, too, we're two flawed people together, right? You guys know that. It's like yes, you're two yeah. flawed people together. There's always going to be conflict because where there's people, there's poop, and that's just how it is. And so we're, Danny's going to do something that I don't get, and I'm going to do something that he doesn't get, and that's going to happen until we die, you know? And so for us, our goal is to shorten the distance between the offense and the reconciliation. And that's all we can do is to get healthier and better at how we handle conflict. And, um, and so for, for us, when we do, or especially early on when we were having zero coping methods and going three days without talking to each other after a fight would happen, um, you know, Danny would always tell me, he's like, hey, we're on the same team. I feel like you're, you're fighting against me to the point where, like, I'm just this, this enemy, like this other person who's not for you and it would irritate me when he would say that i'm like i know you're on my team i know you're on our team but when i would really look back at my thoughts and my words i was not treating him like he was my teammate and so for us we do a whole topic on just fighting we have a common enemy and it's not each other and 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 i had to really let that god do a work in my spirit when conflict would arise because i'm i'm the person that wants to fight to win you know so so danny what do you like to talk about on the stage what's your favorite topic yeah, I, I, I like the big picture. 
Um, we, we have a little, little, uh, session that we do with just talking about the big picture and, and what marriage was designed for. And it wasn't for our happiness, but for our holiness. And we just truly believe that, that God is, you know, th- those differences. It's interesting because when Kristen and I do these videos, people can look at those and assume, oh, well, look at them. God just kind of put them together like in the heavens and they're just two <laughs> peas in a pod. And I wish I had that with my spouse, but it's interesting. Those videos are about three minutes long when reality we have 20, you know, 23 other hours of the day when Chris and I handle things way different from each other. So even though we have a personality like we do and we like performing and doing these things, just the mundane things of life, we're very different. And we talk about that in one of our videos called Differences. I love I love the humor, and it is so important that we bring humor back into marriage. So many of us get so serious about our marriages, we forget to laugh at the stupid. Because there's, yes. a lot of, there's a lot of stupid in marriages, and sometimes we get so serious. And even Martha and I, after 31 years of marriage, we sometimes go, what was that face? And you're like, yes. what are you so serious about? We, yes. Anyway, but it's not about yes, us today. So here's the question. Then... What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, just, you have a question. It's your I want show. to find you out. Ask. I want to, no. It's your show. <laughs> I want to know what's next for you guys. What's you know seventy six or seventy seven videos in on YouTube? You're doing some marriage retreats. What's next? Have you guys quit your full time paying jobs so that you're doing marriage <laughs> ministry all the time? Or what's where are you at? Yes, this this God's been slowly taking us out of other careers, so to speak. Um, we still dabble, like I still do voiceover work and we both still go back to LA for, for shoots now and then in the industry. But, um, but our focus is to release a video every Friday, um, on all of our social channels. We're pretty much the handle at Kristen and Danny everywhere. Um, and then we, our fall schedule starting in August, all the way through next May, um, we're going to be on the road a lot with these marriage events. And we, we do two different things. We have a laughter is the best medicine night where we just have a lot of fun, whether it's at a church or a corporation or fundraiser. And then we have these better together sessions that we do. Um, so you can find our whole schedule online. We have one coming up that I'm super stoked about because it's with Emerson Egrich, who wrote nice. Love and Respect. Sure. Love him. Like yes. he, before we even knew him, he was like revolutionary in our, in our relationship as, mm. as so many other couples out there. And so we're doing our first event with him in Goshen, Indiana in October. And then we have a bunch of like other just marriage weekends you can find online coming up. Very cool. Any of those coming into the Southeast, into Florida? You know what's so funny is Florida is like, they, we get so much love from Florida. Thank you, Florida. Because like, you know, you can go on your analytics on Facebook and YouTube and see where most people are that are watching your videos. And Florida, Southeast specifically, is always in like our top five cities. So um, we've had a lot of inquiries, but nothing's fully um, panned out to come to Florida yet. So we're hoping so. All right, because then when, when that happens, you let us know so you can come in studio. Even though we broadcast across the country, it'd be way fun for the four of us to be in studio. Okay, oh, so, for sure. So, Danny, this question goes to you. As the spiritual leader in your household, as the man who is married to Kristen for almost nine years, what is the number one thing you see the Lord working on in your life as you lead your wife and your two kids spiritually? Ooh, that's a fantastic question. You know, I think I think the the tough thing with with men is is feeling like we can do it on our own. And I think I think um, for us, it's important as men and what he's working on me right now is to just get with him because of all the things that we have going on simultaneously, and that pertains to everybody between work and kids and church or whatever you're doing. And it's really finding the time to get alone with him 
and hear from your daddy. You know, it's really, what does my word time look like? Because he's going to make my days more efficient. He's going he's gonna to make my moments greater. But I have to seek the wisdom from him first to then, uh, then bring that to my family, to our work, to whatever we're doing. And it just, it just cuts up the, the time that I, if I'm out there on my own treading water, I just, I, I'm, I'm not, I struggle with being uh, a, not a very good manager of time. And so for me, he helps me prioritize my time and, and make the day much more efficient when I spend that time with him. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is just making sure that I get my time in with him daily. Uh, we're running out of time, and I apologize. I wish we had so much more time with you guys, but we're so grateful, Kristen and Danny Adams, for you guys sharing your story, for inspiring others, for being willing to be out there and be the face for a fun marriage, Christ-centered marriage in America. Thank you guys for your ministry. May God bless it immensely, and we look forward to seeing you somewhere on the road one day. Thanks to you, Kristen and Danny Adams. Thank you, Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Martha. Thank you. Hey, make sure you check out those guys online at KristenAndDanny.net, KristenAndDanny.net. Martha, I thought it would really be good for us to give people an update on our Cruiserweight to a Better Marriage Retreat. Sure, so they can sign up. We still have a few spots left. They can find it on our I Work For Him Facebook page, find the event and learn all the details and pick out their cabin. Pick out their cabin. Join us. We're going to be dealing with a lot of great subjects, but at the same time, building relationships with other people who are like-minded, who also want to be working on their marriages. Five days on a cruise ship, four days working on your marriage. It's all going to be incredible. Make sure you check it out online, iworkforhim.com, the events page, or our Facebook page, I Work For Him, and it'll be phenomenal. Make sure you check us out. That's fantastic. You've been listening to I Work For Him together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we talk marriage and relationships. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I Work work For him. Him.